Welcome to the Oklahoma Outdoor Adventures Podcast, brought to you by Yellow Hat Outdoors. I wish you guys could have just heard what went on inside my ears, because it was pretty glorious. I've got some excellent guitar going in here. It's a good time. I don't really know how to stop it, but I'm really enjoying it right now. We got some drums beating. And it finally ended right there. I Man, I'm, cool. I'm ready to go right now. Blood's pumping. Yeah. yeah. That was Tate on guitar, I think. It was. It was Tate. Yeah, that was me on a recording. Goose that was. <laughs> well, I did the guitar and the goose call, and Landon did the drums. You were about to get after it on Kennedy's guitar, but yeah, here we are. Broke. String oh, broke. Man. Really? Hey. <laughs> Just like its owner, broke. Out of money. Here we are. Medical school is no joke. Except that now I don't have to pay for it. So that's cool. Anyway, uh, we got Tater Tot on the in the house tonight. Third time's the charm. Third time is the charm. This is the last in studio at my house in on 36 Terrace. You guys aren't going to get to hear any more Harleys um, in the videos. I know you're disappointed. And here we are. How do you guys feel about it? About what? The last one in here. This is where we started it, where we got this insane momentum. I'm going to start crying. Massive fall, massive following, and uh, here we are. I just need to know where it's going, not where it's been. Oh. <laughs> All the way to the top. Top. <laughs> but here's the Start thing. Top. There's only one way to the top of the podcast charts. And I'm. I, this is a great segue, but it's actually true. There is only one way, and that is by actually talking about conspiracy theories. Think about it. Three of the top five podcasts right now are centered kind of around conspiracy theories. What are they? I'll read them to you. Joe so, Rogan's Joe is Rogan, well, obviously. Then, uh, like podcasts, podcasts, like just shows, or yeah, just shows. yeah, yeah, podcasts. Okay. Well, because also then Theo Vaughn. Let's. He's had Robert F. Kennedy on there, so I can. We can throw them kind of close in the mix. That's a that's a stretch. Then another one, Sean Ryan show. Been listening to that for a long time. Yeah, he's just gone off the deep end. Yeah, he's like he's literally like he was at the UFO hearings and stuff. <laughs> I think every podcast dips a little bit into that that realm. Let's face it: if you've got a podcast, probably you're aware of the conspiracy theories out there in the yeah. world. You got to have some spicy topics in in there, the legitimacy the behind some of them, huh? Yeah. Uh, who's that one crazy guy, Alex Jones? Yeah. Everyone was calling him a f- crazy psycho dude like four years ago, and everything he has said is true. Yeah. I used I, to be that crazy psycho dude. Hmm. Turning the frogs gay. Oh, yeah. Saying COVID's made by man or whatever and released on purpose. You know, and he was talking about uh, aspartame, too. You know, at the, like, fake sugar. sugar. Yeah. So, he, like... It's in gum and stuff, and he was saying... And Diet like, Coke. Diet Coke. Uh, Shout out Carter Noble, D.C. D.C. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> let's just let's just start it off right and give the Noble family yeah. a shout out. <laughs> it's becoming a thing. Gosh, I, that's my favorite family. You know, Carter gave D.C. up for Lent. Did he, he really? He, he, he did good, and he, he wow. kept his course, and he's free of D.C. now. It used to have a tight hold on him. 
He drank Diet Coke. He was he a Diet Coke drinker. on Diet Coke. And he got a can, <laughs> a, the big can, every morning before he go to work. so weird? Like oh, disgusting. dude, I know. What? Like, drink Dr. Pepper or Coke or something. No, I feel like that. No, 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 DC. Diet Coke sucks. It gets, it gets him going, he says. I feel like in, like, the soda world, for some reason, like, Diet Coke is, like, the thing that, like, the most people that drink a lot of soda, it's, like... Yeah, I'm a big Diet Coke guy. Yeah, if you're over 40, you guarantee you drink Diet Coke. It's disgusting. Glenn, oh, oh, my wow. God. Glenn just sat <laughs> down. Glenn. He's opening a Diet Don't Coke in honor of Carter Noble. A little ASMR. Carter, Carter, this one is for you, my friend. Here we go. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Why do you, why do you smell it. everything <laughs> before you ingest it? That's so weird. Why wouldn't you? You want to know what's going in your body? A little aspartame? Never heard anybody? <laughs> I Dude, I think... Aspartame. <laughs> One time uh, in college, there was a girl that was giving a presentation on aspartame, and the whole time she called it aspartame. <laughs> what, was I in that class? No, you were not, sadly. I only heard about it secondhand, so it could be not true, but... <laughs> Hey, you know the other noble I got to meet, Parker. Oh yeah, didn't find out he was related to him until well after. But it's, he's pretty much the third brother. Gosh, he's 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 in the contention for one of the best. He is probably he he's might, the best he's, golfer he's I've the, ever played. Oh, with. he's That's very good at golf. Hands down, he's, he's the best golfer. Yeah, he is the best shooter. And when he goes on my hunts, we limit out. Have so. I ever hunted with him? No, okay. he goes on hunts when it's. Above forty degrees, he's a. F- if it's too cold, he's not there. Yeah, it's like me and deer hunting. Yeah, yeah. Just wait for a good weather. Deer hunting. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> Why'd you say deer hunting like that? Because I'm fired up. Ugh, I'm fired hunting. up. Fired up for some deer. I got big bucks on my mind. <laughs> and I cannot lie. Uh, Tate, why are buck big bucks on your mind? Are you just trying to make some money, or what's the story here? Well, that too. I'd like those big bucks as well. But you can't have one or the other. you got to pick. And I'm picking the, the antlered ones. Okay. Um, That's good. I've had... I've shot four big deer in my life, and I have not found one of them. Biggest deer I have today is a basket rack eight-pointer I shot when I was seven with my dad's crossbow in my backyard. I've shot four other really big deer, two with a rifle, two with a bow. haven't found one of them. And I'm trying to change that. I've I've killed a bunch of waterfowl. I've got 22 bands. I've I've done that, and I got to get a wall hanger. I got to hang one on the wall. I got I got something to put over the fireplace. You know, got to have something to put over the fireplace. So, what's your strategy for getting this wall hanger deer? I'm hunting in the middle of the city. Okay, so that's a good start. There's something else that's kind of important to actually finding your deer. Have you been practicing? Uh, practicing finding the deer, making a good shot, <laughs> shooting oh, your bow. Oh, oh. <laughs> I have not started shooting yet. Okay. I tried to get Landon to shoot with me tonight, and he politely declined because he has twin girls. Well, that's fair. Yeah, I got yeah. twin exhaust pipes on my truck. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey, anyway, um, so you got big deer on your mind. And you picked up some uh, some wonderful deer stands this evening. Good price. I, I picked up a deer stand this evening. Just a little two man ladder stand. And uh, there's actually three people selling the same stand on marketplace for the same price. And I'm going to buy all three of them. 
meeting the other lady tomorrow. That's exciting. Yeah. Are you gonna just put one up at Landon's Land and leave it for him to use? Yeah, I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna hunt some of Landon's Land. Um, I'm gonna hang up my own stand up there, but no, I'm kind of working on a spot right now. It's okay. It's got some good ties to where I know some big deer are in the middle of the city. Sure. Does it happen to have albino deer near it? Uh, there's. I've seen an albino within five miles of this spot. Couldn't tell you if there's one there. Okay. But there is. Did you know? Fun fact that Edmond, Oklahoma, has one of the biggest herds of albino deer out of seven herds in the entire nation. Wow. This how is many a fact. Is there? I don't know how many there is, but Edmund, I've seen Oklahoma, one. No, there's 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 seen. seven herds in the United States. There I'm sure there's one, you know, every so often, but there's actual herds of them. And at Edmond Golf Club, I actually have a video on my phone of a mom and two fawns that were solid white in Edmond Golf Club and I've seen one on Waterloo in Portland. Hey, why? So you're just going to tell people where to go poach them? Good at? luck. Good luck hunting it. Go ahead. If you get permission, hit me up. Because <laughs> yank. No, I've seen uh, I've seen one just south of that. Yeah. They're around. Pretty cool. They're around. And it's pretty cool that Edmund, and I never knew that. I heard about it when I was talking to a guy trying to actually get on some of his land turkey hunt. He was telling me he had an albino deer in his yard and was telling me about all these statistics about the El- Edmund albino deer herd. So... Pretty cool. That is actually really interesting. Yeah. How did he find out that there's seven deer herds in the world? I don't know how to fact fact check that, but I don't know. He, I feel the, like he was lying. You know, he said there was seven albino, like known albino deer herds in the United States, and Edmund was like the bit one of the biggest ones of like concentrated albino deer, where the gene is just like fluid, you know. Like, I'm sure you'll get a mutation and you'll get some pie balls and wherever, and you might get lucky and get three on a farm mm-hmm. anywhere or everywhere. But apparently, there's like certain places that they're known for being, and Edmund's one of the most prominent. Interesting. Yeah. Can you describe like the genetic makeup of an albino deer and what makes that? <clears throat> so, obviously, there's X and Y chromosomes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sure it's a gene mutation. But they're white with red eyes. I'd love to kill one. And they have like pink noses too. And yeah, uh, their toenail, their yeah, hooves are like yeah, hooves. pinkish white. So that's how you tell the difference between a piebald and a albino. Because some of the piebalds are really white covered too. But if they have like a black Dark nose, nose, yeah. Because yeah. one of them's legal to shoot and one of them's not. No, I'm pretty you, sure you can kill either yeah. of them. No, I think one you can't. You can't kill albinos. No, I, I think you can't kill piebalds. No, I'm, you can kill both. I, I've never heard that. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Landon. There's there's one of the or two. Or it might that not even can't. be in Oklahoma, but I'm pretty. Know I've known a dude shoot a piebald. I've heard of a dude shooting a piebald buck and it being posted on like the Oklahoma Wildlife Department. I haven't seen an albino. So maybe that's what it is. But I feel like you can kill one because I I feel like that's like. There's one of the two. I'm going to let Hudson look it up because he seems more efficient on the Albino keys. deer are illegal to kill in two states, Illinois and Iowa. Ah. So what about piebald? Hmm? Hmm? You want to spell that for me? P-Y something. B-A-L-D. P-Y-E-B-A-L-S-S. Just kidding. <laughs> I spelled that even wrong as my joke. I think it's... It's pie, like P-I-E, and then bald. B-A-L-D. Mm. Just like a someone without hair. We don't discriminate against that, but we know what happens naturally sometimes, and that's okay. 
That's why our newest sponsor today is Rogaine Foam. Rogaine <laughs> Just for men. Just for men. Little touch of gray action. Yeah. You can now kill piebald deer in Oklahoma. As of when? Uh, really recently, 2012. <laughs> is it bad if I feel like 2012 was like a few years ago? Yeah. It does yeah. feel like no, a few years ago. Well, I looked at the year and I was like, oh, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And I thought about it for a second. 11 years ago. Wow, dude. We're getting freaking old. You are. I'm not. I don't get any older. You have twins. You're the oldest here. Yeah. I don't get older than what That's I as old now. as it gets. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, imagine having twins. It means you're like 50 years old. <laughs> or 49. <laughs> and turn to the podcast now. Turn okay, the yeah, off. yeah, okay. It's going off right now. Didn't you have a uh, hypothetical you are going to hit us with right before we yes. started this? This is my hypothetical. <laughs> and it's not so much a hypothetical question. But let's say someone gives you a says let, let's just say this someone says hey i'm gonna offer you five thousand dollars if you drink a dc through tate's sock five thousand bucks i would uh, do it what's it? <laughs> it's my own sock and i'd do it carter noble would do it for five grand Dude, that's pretty good. That's like, pretty ain't good that bad. Like a used sock? Oh, yeah. yeah like after a golf round. <laughs> Listen, I, don't, I don't know Carter. I He might do it, at, He'd do it. Day, on day 40 of Lent. Should I call on him? the final day. But if he's hitting DCs daily, mm. I don't think he's doing it. No, he, he would do it. For five grand, he'd do a lot for a little bit of money. And that's another thing about Parker Noble. He would do a lot for a little money, too. Really? Oh, he's yeah. one of those. We guys. have these talks all the time. It's one of our favorite topics of conversation. I mean, it happens all the time. Uh, what would? You, how much money would it take? So he was that kid in school where you were like, "I'll give you two dollars if you eat this night crawler that I just found on the ground." Like he's one of those guys. It's more of like the adult man version of that nowadays. But maybe I don't know. But, I think I smell what you're stepping in. I appreciate you keeping it not X-rated. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the DC, I think he'd do it. Dude, this is really hitting the spot, honestly. Can I have a sip? I would, yeah. Ew. Ew. The, Ew. the lid's going to melt. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> he just breathed on it, too. Yeah, I, you may just hold on to that one. <laughs> You're about to make me spew DC all over your I nice know, microphone. I know, I know. Hey, it's not um, his house anymore. We're having a party tonight. That's right. Tear that's right. Down. My okay. answer is no. You're not doing it for five grand. No. <laughs> five grand? Dude, I'm, oh my I'm sorry, but like, dude. dude, the DC would have like salt and lime built in. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Tastes taste like a coke. <laughs> if you compare me and Landon's feet right now, I guarantee people would rather lick mine than Landon's because his are messed up from running. Like, he's got. Jagged toenails. And he has tetanus. And yeah, he does have a. Yeah, he put a nail through the bottom of his foot. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you'd like to lick these clean, manicured bad boys. <laughs> put that back on. It's a Birkenstock. What's that smell? We are not at the pound. No dogs allowed. Yes. It's mine. Landon, will you tell the story about Tate's sock on our oh hunt? God. Our duck hunt. <laughs> When we were in the tent? Yes. Okay, I'll just I'll just say it very briefly. We went hunting and camping all in one. A bunch of high school boys. You know, I'd been in some muck boots all day. Maybe got a little water in there. Take my socks off to go to sleep like any normal person. And 
I guess you know I set off a nuclear bomb of stench in the in the tent because everybody wanted to get out and no, we were there just were bets there being passed around. We were like, "What is that smell?" Trying like, to get Larson Miller to lick it. We were like, "Something is moldy in here." And we were like, "What could it be?" <laughs> We were smelling our own feet. Yeah. Like, is it our feet? And Tate smelled it. Like, no. And we're like, I think it's Tate's feet. <laughs> like, it's got to be Tate's feet. And it was like one of those smells that just slowly, like, creeped across. And then once it was there, it was like, oh. Yeah. Like, and then uh, we played a tournament of rock, paper, scissors. And the loser of the like That's loser's real. bracket would have to smell Tate's feet just to confirm. <laughs> so was it Larson that lost I think first? I think it was Larson. So Larson lost first, smelled it like, whoa, yeah, it's definitely Tate's feet. And they're like, Tate's still denying it, like, no, like they smell fine. Guess how many ducks we killed the next morning? One gadwall by Glenn Adams. Yep. <laughs> One his first it, duck ever. And it sailed across the whole pond and then I found it after searching for about five hours. Hey. You got your first Hey, duck. and I That's got it. I got it down. Did that you, was a fun trip. Did you guys keep did everybody leave the tent? Or? No, so I think we made him throw his socks outside. We didn't, we didn't believe Larson because Tate was like, I swear, like, my feet do not smell that bad. So we were like, okay, we need another one to do it. So we played the tournament again. There was, like, four of us, I think. And same thing happened. The loser's like, yeah, Tate's feet smell so bad. And then um, Tate was like, it's not my feet, guys. And then we did it again. So everybody ended up smelling Tate's nasty feet. So then we were all in agreement that it was his nasty little dogs. And it was bad. Yeah. It <laughs> they could have just unzipped the tent. <laughs> Should have just put your feet out there. <laughs> yeah, just zipped them out. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have even got the cat walls if that happens. Yeah. Well, at that point in the night, we may as well have just gone and set up decoys, you know. Yeah. That's about when we usually went out. Oh, it's yeah. midnight. We may as yeah. well just wait until the morning. Yeah, you know, Tate used to make me, um, before the <laughs> opening morning of every waterfowl season for like four years straight, he would come over and make me do an all-nighter, like as a tradition or Well, something. he did it willingly, so. No. we Well, it would be a good time to. No, this is how it would go. This is how it would go. Landon would say, all right, guys, I think we should go to sleep. And then someone would look at him, are we really going to sleep? Yeah, we should go to sleep. Are you? Are we really going to go to sleep? Okay, yeah, we're not going to sleep. Let's just leave it 30 minutes. <laughs> and then we drive 20 minutes to Lake Overholzer and be there at 4 a.m., three hours till the sun even starts coming up, four hours till shooting light. And I remember we would always be uh, setting up our decoys with lug nuts and screws and bolts in my oh, yeah. dad's garage the night before so we get up season weights, started even so though the water was an inch deep yeah. <laughs> yeah you guys never you guys never learned this but like i knew that you guys were staying up all night and like gonna go hunt so like i would just stay up all night by myself like hoping i'd get in <laughs> just kind of like watching out my window like <laughs> maybe my friends kevin <laughs> Dude, what was that laugh <laughs> Just such dark humor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh lord. The weights that you guys would find were actually out of control. Yeah. It was it was like kinda insane. Like it was truly nuts and bolts. Yeah, they got so tangled up like after the first day. 
It's was it because they weren't tangle free, our newest sponsor? Go to their website. <laughs> Has a joke on me? I don't have anything by them. They suck, man. man. What? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's my what? blind bag, tangle free. My yeah, no. I no, actually no, like your right. blind bag. Actually. And my dog, my dog vest. Hmm. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm swinging and missing here. <laughs> but you know, Babe Ruth hit more strikeouts than home runs, so. I think you just swung and missed again. Have y'all seen that thing where it's <laughs> it, where like the farthest <laughs> home runs recorded in history, like nine out of the top ten are in like the nineteen twenties? Can we go like, back to that era? No one wants to watch steroidless baseball. No, but there's no way that Babe Ruth was hitting a ball farther than these people are today. Yeah, absolutely no. Well, it's like this the world record freaking bass, you know, from Georgia or something. They're probably corking their bats. There's no way they those people couldn't do a push up. Have you? But have you seen? They could do a push up. Have you seen how far a bat can hit a baseball if it's got cork in it? Have you seen how far a bat? can hit a baseball if the person is benching 600 pounds Bo Jackson. and they play on the Yankees and their name is Aaron Judge or whatever that dude's name is. He's That's seven foot three. All rise. Okay, can we stop talking about baseball? I hate this sport. I oh, think you actually, hate America's pastime? It is no wow. longer that. Wow, shocker. Tate's okay. anti-patriotic. Okay, says you All right. You love soccer. Yeah. And, and that's America's new pastime. Welcome to it. We got Leo Messi in stinking Miami. Miami. The GOAT. And we used to have Zlatan, the true goat. <laughs> That's like that one dude saying Jimmy Butler was his goat. <laughs> I don't know. You should that. actually like go to Tulsa already because... Oh my god, yeah, Tate's been so mean. Yeah. Zlatan Tate. was cold though. Dude, he just has a sick name. I'd, ar- I'd argue that he's the greatest of all time just because I have a jersey of his. Yeah. I did see that in your house, which I bet yeah. you didn't bring me the shotgun, did you? No. Well, I looked at it right. Be- I looked at it. I looked at it right before we came, and my trigger system was still on it. And oh, I was like, "Oh crap!" Dang. Hey, trigger Hudson, system. don't leave here without your fishing pole. It's still in my garage. I don't really want to take it to oh, Tulsa. Dude, that, thing's, that thing's really nice. I'll yeah, make sure and grab yeah it. I know. It's like a new it's, Falcon. Yeah, it's probably like four hundred dollars. It's Yeah, G Loomis something. Love G Loomis. Tate, if you could only have one rod and reel combo, well, not combo. Let's We're just say in here. <laughs> one brand of fishing reel. What would it be? Reel? Mm-hmm. Lose. Well, thank no. you, Landon. There's no, only I one. Lo- I, I love lose. It's probably Shimano. Shimano. But just because your favorite fisher of all time is probably Gary Yamamoto. No. Yeah. All right. No. The it, thing about Shimano is Shimano. it they're only good if you spend like three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're if, good. If you buy their you fifty dollar one, one. But like, they don't even like have the, fifty dollar Like the Abu Garcias. Yeah. Which I like the Revo X's that are like a hundred bucks and like the the lose just Dude. original speed ninety nine ninety nine. So good. You get them at Walmart. Mm. They're, but they're like, good too. But so lose is good if you're gonna just spend a hundred bucks, but if you're buying like like four hundred or something. Yeah, then there was nicer. I will say yeah. my favorite reel in my boat is a lose reel, and it was like it's. I had a B. I have a BB one for my deep cranking because it's a 
Oh, it's got a big wide spool. Do you have any BBC? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never heard of that kind of reel. <laughs> no, but I also I have a I have another one and it's a eight oh gear ratio. And it's probably my favorite reel in the boat. And it's how an it's a eight? An eight to zero? Yeah. I use it for top water. Yeah, that would you, be too fast re- for me. Do you reel it with one hand? Not if you're like... whipping top water. You need to get that thing out of the pads quick. Yeah? Yeah, I like to ski my fish in. That's good. That's I good. got it on a seven foot dings. five. Yeah. Catching little Heavy powders. with a little mm. nice soft tip to it so I can work that top water. Yeah. Dang. Mm. Maybe that would have been the game changer at Grand. No. <laughs> it was October. I've seen crazier things. <laughs> I guess you can kind of beat them up on top water in October. Hey, beat I'd be throwing a glide bait, glide bait in October. Bro. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The uh, what's the really Avery. Roman made? Roman made glide bait that brand? Haven't heard of it. Yeah. They're like six hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been in business since eight hundred BC. Balsa wood. Did you guys see um, my boy Matty Robertson go swimming? Or how did did you guys see the video of him catching his five hundred dollars swim bait he lost? Yes, he was like live scoping it and ended up catching it in a cast net. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, it but it took him four hours, I think. Yeah. Wouldn't of, he just swim to go get it? I think it was too deep. I could be wrong. I don't. It was know. like ten foot of water. Like it was pretty. Maybe he doesn't know how to swim. He might not. He might not, dude. What would you think about that thing I sent you on Milliken? Like, offering up his spots. How nuts is that? Yeah, that was crazy. Like, yeah, I got a bunch of five-pound smallmouth sitting on a gravel bed. Hit me up if you want the want the deets. <laughs> like, if you're up at, what was it? The what? It was one of those northern St. Lawrence yeah, River, St. Clair or something like that. He was like, hit me up. I'll give you my spots. Was and, he getting money for it? No. He just put it on his Instagram like, I, I'm not fishing here anymore, but I know where a bunch of five-pounders are if you want to go catch them. Dude, but, that would be evil. Uh, how cool is that? No, I think it's cool. I well, mean, I know, but like, what if you told them the wrong spot? <laughs> I mean, they're out, they have a day right out on here. the water going yep. fishing. Well, but also, yep. like you said last podcast, just because you're looking at a fish doesn't mean yeah, you're going to catch it. <laughs> but, I mean, if you have forward-facing sonar and he says, hey, there's a bunch of, there's like 25-pound smallies right here. I gotta really do is throw a drop shot this time of year. <laughs> I mean, just jiggle you a little, little minner on a drop shot. A little minner. Uh, Tay, I actually um, in I, I want to agree with something on you, for you that you said a few weeks ago. On which one? You said that Josh Jones was the best fisherman, like the goat of fishermen. Yeah. I I gotta agree now. Yeah, you can't not. No did professional you see, does what he does. Did you see his giant walleye in muskie? Oh, yeah. Dude, he ca- he goes to Idaho and catches like eight and a half pound smallies at some lake no one's ever been to. He goes to Idaho. He does, Dude, he catches the biggest of everything and he does it on live scope and he's insane. Does he do it for a living? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. sponsored now. Yeah. So, like, he doesn't do tournaments or anything? He no, he did it. crappie tournaments. He's like a three-time national world champion crappie fisherman. Just you saying that makes me bored. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Imagine how watching much, a crappie fishing tournament. I couldn't agree more. How much money is he getting for that bad boy? I don't know a lot. He's got him a he's well he was sponsored by Phoenix, but now he's got an icon. Dude, I would rather um, Dude Phoenix. Are well, you, you know so cool? how it started was he got like one of the first prototypes of Garmin's live scope and like learned it. And then Garmin would never sponsor him, so he was like, Well, I'm gonna go to Lawrence because they have active targets. So now he's with Lawrence because they were gonna give him money and Garmin didn't want to sponsor him. But it doesn't matter what he's looking at on what screen. He knows how to operate it, and he knows what a big bass looks like, and he catches them all the time. That's so impressive to me, honestly. Yeah, it's like nuts. I mean, I've I've had live scope, and I've been out in the wintertime, and I've targeted these fish, and it, I have not caught one of them. I mean, I've caught like a four-pounder throwing an A-rig in his face when it ate it, like, bless up. But, like, I'm not consistently catching 9 to 15-pounders every time I go. I mean, he has the biggest known bag in Oklahoma. It was 50 pounds at Arbuckle. Five-pound bag, 50-pound sack at Arbuckle in, like, January. That's nuts. In an Oklahoma lake. Was that just a couple years ago? Yeah, that's yeah. how it started. See the dude with the long hair? Yeah. yeah. Long red hair. Yeah, that's when it started. When he did that, it's kind of when it started, but he had already caught some DDs. But after that, it was like, everybody was like, oh, my goodness, who's this dude? And then Was he live-scoping those fish? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So cheated. Yeah. I, I I can't blame him if he's gonna catch fish like that. Then cheat away, I guess. Yeah. If it's cheating, it's impressive. I mean, I it's but I'm here to say it's not cheating, because I have the same thing. I'm looking at the same thing he's looking at. My dad's actually had Josh Jones like dial our our boat in, like he had him get everything set up to the gain, you know, see. Yeah, you're gonna start speaking Chinese if you talk yeah, any more about that to me. Too much into it, but but yeah, he set it all up, all the settings for it, and I'm looking at the same thing he looked at for all these years, and I don't, I see fish, I don't know what they are. I can't, my dad can kind of tell now. He says he can't. I don't know. I don't really believe him, <laughs> but he's like, oh yeah, it's catfish because his tail's like, okay, I don't catch it. I don't yeah. catch anything, ever. Yeah, using it. I rather not use it because I like to just stare at the bank. I'm like, mm, that tree looks juicy. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that too. Yeah, we all like that. Hey, when are you gonna come up and take me fishing, Tate? I told you to find a tournament. Tell me when it is, and I'll bring the boat and we'll fish it. Okay, I'm in. I only have uh, two rods. One's well, Kennedy's, have, so we're in luck. We have plenty. T-bone has gone a little overboard. <laughs> I have three rods at. Um, my girlfriend's place, and I don't think he even knows they're missing in their <coughs> Shimano's and Jake Loomis's. He's going to listen to this. You know, he can listen to it all he wants. He knows. You are always stealing your father's stuff. <laughs> he, he has a problem. He has too much. He has a problem. <laughs> he has a problem. He, Trust me, Well, he no, he doesn't have a problem. He quit hunting. Let me just say, he quit hunting and took up bass fishing, and when I say he like quit hunting, he doesn't hunt. And when I say he took up bass fishing, he spent every ounce of his time and money into bass fishing because that's what his new passion is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like he's living his best life. Yeah, like I, what do you? How many days a week do you think he actually fishes? Like three? No, not not for recently. a while. Not dude. recently. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Between it, between <laughs> yeah December. Oh yeah, and. Every weekend, April? at least. I think he actually fished four, fished four or five times a week. Yeah, it seemed like. if he gets off work early, he'll go take the boat to Hefner. Or, <laughs> he likes to, his number's an hour. On weeknights, if he can get to a nice lake an hour away, because it sucks living in Oklahoma City, because, you know, 
there's no good lakes around here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is, but there's good fish in them, but, you know. We don't need to name any names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You Hefner, should fish at Draper. <laughs> yeah, if you're Hefner. Whoa! Lake Overholzer, catch you a couple of... <laughs> yeah. Dude, have I ever told you guys a story about my dad saving a suicidal lady out there? That's kind of crazy. I was just telling someone about this today. Um, this is a, just a crazy story. Uh, we were out there whenever we were kids, and... Uh, Whenever my dad was off, we would always go ride our bikes over to the lake, you know, just such a beautiful area, um, you know, safe, nothing, mm-hmm. you, you know, nothing to worry about. So we uh, we rode over there one day and we were riding across the stronghold. And um, whenever, are you guys proud of me? I actually had to think about that. that one. Yeah. Um, so we rode, we were riding our bikes across the stronghold and um my dad like kind of looks up and we all look up and see this lady like climbing over the rail like going to the upstream side and we're like what the heck is this lady like doing and i was literally like six so what is that you know early 2000s so like we're like what the heck and so we start kind of riding a little faster over there and sure enough we see her like climb down this little ladder and get into the lake like what and then she starts like swimming towards like the gates and so my dad was like hey like got my older brother so he was probably 11 or 12 he was like go find somebody with a cell phone like and uh call 911 and tell them that you know this lady needs help and so my brother takes off down um and my dad looked at me he's like don't move and i was like okay so i just kind of like stood there on the edge looking down and my dad takes off his shirt, climbs over the edge, and jumps in as this lady's, like, swimming towards the gates on the dam. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm goodness. sorry. I'm sorry. She was swimming towards the gates there. And um, she was about to – she was, like, kind of, like, sitting there wanting to, like, go through and off the downstream side. And my dad is, like, yelling at her while he's swimming over there. And she's just sitting there, like – like just facing down there like you can tell she's just kind of like slowly breathing just kind of relaxing like literally about to let go and my dad grabbed her and she started like freaking out and my dad just swam her back because like i don't know he used to be like a lifeguard as a in college and stuff so you know that's part of it like they try and drown you when you go through that training so he like was able to like kind of fight her back to the ladder and like kind of push her up it and so she, like, finally, like, he got her to climb up the ladder and go on to the top. And about this time, like, my dad or my brother and this other guy come, like, come running towards us. And the guy's like, hey, I got the cops, like, on the way. And, like, we're trying to, well, not me. I was just sitting there watching. But my dad and this other guy and my brother are trying to stop this lady from leaving. And she finally just pushes past them all and, like, kind of just walks briskly like down to um her car but it was so weird because when she came over the edge like there was just nobody home like in her eyes like whenever she looked at us it was weird so then like you know she takes off and we're all kind of like sitting there like what the heck just happened and then the cops get there like where is she like she's gone i don't know where she is but it was a crazy day back in uh back in the glory day so safe to say she's Probably not around anymore. No, that lady grew up to be Michelle Obama. <laughs> Except Tate Michael. would argue that. <laughs> Michael Obama. That is exactly what I'd argue. 
guy grew up to be Michelle Obama. My husband, uh, Michael. <laughs> oh, Michelle's got a bulge. <laughs> Look into it. <laughs> she was bulging on Oprah Winfrey. Okay. okay, besides that, like, what do you, <laughs> what do you put the percentage of that being true at? I want your honest. Joan, like, what was her name? Some famous lady. Joan or Marilyn Joan oh uh, yeah Joan Joan Rivers yes she died mysteriously a week after saying that Michelle Obama was a tranny wow there's a video of her saying it and she ended up dying a week later conspiracy coincidence I think you tell me Landon, you got something to weigh in on this. Your social media feed has been full of Michael Obama. Well, did y'all Obama. see their pool boy or something died oh, in their yeah. pond? And then, no way. Obama had like, like some, last week, and he has like some cuts in a black chef. eye. Yeah, and he drowned like, on a paddleboard. How do you drown? But he on a was like a good swimmer. Like I guess if you looked into him, like he swam a bunch. He's yeah, he's got videos of yeah. him like swimming laps and stuff, and like it wasn't like turbulent seas and stuff. It was like. Yeah, and he was apparently writing a book on the Obamas because he was a longtime chef for them. Dang. I wonder why Michelle likes so much steak. <laughs> That's probably what he, I started to wonder why Miss Michelle Obama was eating so much. She had, she had a manly appetite. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Adios, amigo. I hope we get censored. Yeah, that would be come for you. Awesome. We might actually get censored. I didn't even think about that. That's I could crazy. Really get censored if I get into some. <laughs> get some into giddy. it then. Nah, 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 this is an outdoor podcast, not a Q and on. What do you podcast. think about Tom Hanks? Oh, he's a pedo. He wow. loves kids. Wow. <laughs> Your favorite guy? Oh, Garth Brooks. I forever said Garth Brooks is the king of country. Not George Strait. His songs are so good, though. They're care. so good, but he is, he is, he is an elite pedophile. Garth, Garth Brooks, Brooks is? Yep. Why do you say that? Wow. Look, Lane is nodding his head. What, what, what do you getting, guys know? Landon sees all this stuff. I've been saying this stuff for so long, and I used to get like all this trash from it, and Landon's over here like starting to believe it all. What do you think Back about, to the uh, nobles. They love this stuff. Hang on. No, 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 no. Hang on. 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 We got to stop. Mm-hmm. Why is Garth Brooks? Yes, it is <laughs> Where did you get that name? Like, you just... Is Brad Paisley one too? Uh, I'm not sure about Brad Paisley. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. I just know about Garth. What did you? What do you know about Garth? Like, did you know. see an article <laughs> or a, a picture or a video, or you just decided, I've seen a lot hey, of stuff. he's an elite? I couldn't tell you where it came from. I just it's in my brain. <laughs> what in it, man? You saying like was he on like insane. We, Epstein's I mean, fly list? Or I mean, like what? I'm sure it was all into that. I mean, <laughs> let's 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 talk about the fact that what? the AC units are going <laughs> off during the Sound Tate. of Freedom. Tate, I don't we know what to about. explain. To you. I don't know how to explain to you that Garth Brooks is a pedophile. Besides the fact, just like Tom Hanks is a pedophile, and all these other people are pedophiles. Besides the fact they like to lick kids, I don't know how, why, or what. And drink their blood. Yeah, the adrenochrome. It's that is there. crazy We're, stuff. I just said adrenochrome. <laughs> We're probably definitely not. <laughs> we, we have to say it every podcast now. Oh my gosh! Can Somebody get, just like, knocked on the door. Can you put a bleep on it? Is that like a beep? No. Is do don't they don't get that from technology. blood? Adrenalized. They got to. Well, I know they gotta be scared. Yeah, it's adrenalized child's blood. It's supposed to keep you young. There's a video of Sandra Bullock on Ellen saying, I've "Like, seen that, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you." So, like, hey, what um, do you think about Monsters Inc? 
Oh, yeah. Dude, all of Disney. Disney is... A, my child will never look at Disney. Ever. Hang on. So, <laughs> Monsters, Disney's... Inc. is pretty much what... I'm just saying think that about the storyline. Scaring children. Yes, to think about the storyline of Drenochrome or of, not Drenochrome of Monsters Inc. Is this an actual? Literally, thing? they go in, scare the kid, and you see this little red tube fill up <laughs> in this container, and it's like, oh, it's full. We scare the kid. On to the next day. Like, what, what, what kind of Disney movie, kids movie is that? Like, monsters go and scare kids, and you, you see make, this thing just fill thing. up. With, so they they're just like, basically saying, hey, this is what we do. They put everything in plain sight. Everything is... They shove it in your face. We can't do anything about it, Glenn. They shove it... No, you can believe in the good Lord and Savior. Because there's good and there's evil. And that's all it boils down to. That's good, Tate. That's good. But at the end of the day... eh, Listen, I take everything I see... I've been on this train since 2020. but And my my own mother thinks I'm crazy. And a lot of you people will too. But I, I... I... Encourage you to just look into it just a little bit because too many coincidences. <laughs> you can't just too, a little bit. No, you can't just a little bit. Once you get going, that's great. Then you're going, but like coincidences don't just happen like this all the time. And everything's tied together in this big rat infested, you know, web of bad things. Do you think that the earth is flat? Absolutely. Do you think the moon landing <laughs> was Fake. real? Really? Dude, you think we got there in 1953? Why haven't we been back? It even says in the Bible that there was a firmament, and God created a firmament in the Bible. I think it's either either Timothy or They also used to think that the sky was water. It is. And a glass ceiling. It is. That is is what a firmament means. (laughs) Okay. Maybe they were right. Why'd they? Why'd we change it up? Because they no. don't have telescopes. So I've heard. So you know, some people talk about like how did they live stream the moon landings? Pretty much at that yeah. time when they that took off and it like pans up. Who was controlling that? How did it pan but, up? Yeah, you know uh, the the military and like NASA and stuff develop a lot of technology that we're just now using, and they have it now. Do I? agree that a lot of it should be like kept secret for a long time as long as it has been no but i i i think that that's a valid argument hey listen i'm not saying it's real i'm just saying look into it okay and apparently i don't don't believe in anything any of that like i don't know (laughs) what's right and what's wrong i just encourage you to look into it and apparently the international space station how they have like a live stream apparently one day on the live stream like a rat scurried across it and like they switched switched angles real quick It's all fish out Because it's probably like a, like in Florida. See the okay the in a flat, basement. The flat Earth one is actually so intriguing because so many people have looked so far into it that they've found NASA's like screw ups on video and they've pointed things out like that rat and like there was this ball one time like all these people's hairs like floating up and they're on the space station and the next thing you know this this ball like comes into the picture and just falls down and you're like. Oh, like okay. like <laughs> static electricity yeah. they used to. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah, it's like they're they're all floating and whatnot, and then this ball just comes over and just falls in the picture. Like, oh, where's the gravity? Oh, that, it's working like, for the they ball. They're playing cards yeah. and like the deck. They like set it down. Yeah, the they like, set it down. Like, shouldn't it float? Like they they catch themselves like messing up all the time. Glenn's and, wheels are turning. Now. Well, it's real. Like <laughs> you got to look into it. There's so many people that have thought I've just been nuts, and like you're literally a freak. I'm like I'm actually like. I have a brain y'all and I can freaks. think. Yeah, y'all just y'all just haven't haven't seen. Did you see the Sound of Freedom? I haven't yet, but that's just because I already knew about it. So I didn't. <laughs> I've known about it. So this is like Sound of Freedom's like to wake people up to it. I've been. It's a historical. It. I don't want to go sit through a movie without AC. So 
Yeah, it, stay away from that. And the power will go out yeah. and stuff. Can we turn this into what, conspiracy? What, what do you what do you think the percentage of like those movies that have actually lost AC like during the like flick? Isn't that like a real thing? Like it's yeah. happening a lot. Yeah, it's in AMC's is what I believe. Is Shout it? out the apes, AMC to the moon. <laughs> we'll ruin those hedge funds. <laughs> Okay. So that's over. It's not. It's, hey, it's... you know the one right now is Tupperware. It went up 300, 400% on Friday. Wow. Anyway, um, so <laughs> only AMC theaters, it's losing AC. I. That's what I've been hearing. I don't know. I've heard it, it being in other movie theaters. I've, I've only heard it's just from the Sound of Freedom. Like People are encouraging Barbie, you know. But I've yeah. heard that it's just been the sound of freedom that they've been you know doing that stuff with yeah well um i was gonna say uh one of the podcasts i mentioned earlier it's called the sean ryan show they had a guy and i think he was involved with that um production maybe he was the director or something even put a whole um like video they censored it as good as they could Put it on YouTube, and it got taken down. Oh, yeah. I mean, the way I see it is everything in our lives, if you look at from a wide-view angle, and you would think about how they could, how it could be corrupt, it probably is. You know? Let them come say goodbye yeah. to the listeners. Bye, listeners. He's got to go take care of his twins. Gotta love Take that. Take care of the babies. That's it. Landon, thank you for taking care of your children. But you're not here anymore, so I'm going to stop talking to you. And it's just back to us three. By in Landon. The building. Um, no, it is crazy Like that there's all these things that like we didn't hear much about. We haven't talked much about. But it's like also cool that people are talking about these things. And kind of like there's like investigations into... Yeah. Like, all this stuff, I don't know, dude. It's weird. Just everything isn't as good as it seems. And you got to question reality sometimes because you just I, have to. I don't, think we've, I don't think we've asked Tate this question. Tate, what's your uh, thoughts about Bigfoot? Oh, yes. I don't believe in UFOs. Really? Yeah. Okay. They just, you know, they come out with all this UFO stuff. Yeah. Hang on. What, you're, you're in on UFOs? No. No, he's out. I'm okay. out on UFOs. Really? Project Bluebeam. Look it up. You think it's like a false flag? Yeah. Okay. I, I think gotcha. it's a false flag for the rapture. Okay. Bigfoot. I like that. What Big do we think? Bigfoot. There could be a Bigfoot. So, I'm not opposed because it's not extraterrestrial. It's just a homie out in the woods. So who's to say? Sure. So like you're you're up in northwest uh, North America, Pacific Coast. You're out in the woods. You're thinking, heard a weird sound. Could be. Could be. It could be. I'm You're surprised not, no one's killed one yet. I mean, you think that's someone. That's one of my things. Like, if I saw it, I'm shooting at it. I don't even come at me. I'm going to keep shooting at it. And if I die, I die. I'll, like, with all the GoPro, like, turn on a GoPro and shoot at it to see what happens. I'd yeah. die for Bigfoot. Hey, it makes you think, though. Maybe a lot of people have. And you got all those disappearances in the National Forest Dude, and stuff what every if? single year. It's a conspiracy. What if that's him? Dude. Okay, hang on. Okay, here is my last conspiracy theory because this one kind of makes me giggle. 
and I, I'm asking because I actually don't know much about it. What's the, the stuff about um, the lizard people? <laughs> like lizard Zuckerberg people? and stuff being okay, a lizard. That's like a little far-fetched. Okay. It could be. Listen, I, I don't throw anything out the window. You know, I take everything with a little grain of salt. But I can like you to. just give us, like, not necessarily your opinion, just like so what the story is It on goes that. with the Earth being flat. Okay. And there's an Antarctica... You know, all the nations in the world agreed that no one can go to Antarctica. You can't fly over it. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe because it's a ice wall, like in, Ooh, like I, in uh, what's that sh- TV show? Oh, Game of Thrones. The okay. Ice wall. You know. Can I bring something up about sure. Antarctica real quick? Yeah, sure. So uh, there's this author. Uh, he was a journalist turned author turned. I, I say pseudo archaeologist just because he's not actually an archaeologist he doesn't claim to be or anything and uh anyways he just had a show come out on netflix that was pretty interesting his theory is that there is a a ancient apocalypse uh like 4300 years ago that kind of wiped a lot of that his theory is there was a global civilization that could traverse oceans and stuff way before than we thought Mm -hmm. and uh flood like the flood in the Bible happened. Anyways, uh, one of his one of his points in that is Antarctica, and how apparently we didn't discover Antarctica until the later 1800s, and there's a map from a lot of maps were passed down um, like throughout history and like people would take a map and then they would update it a little bit once like some explorers like were like hey there's you know a peninsula here and like okay there's a map from the 1500s that was taken from an earlier date that maps out the entire coastline of antarctica south of south america like very accurately and accurate enough like it maps out the coastline below the ice shelf like pre- ice in antarctica and it's the earliest one we have is 1500s but they cite sources earlier than that of why they made it there antarctica's weird dude dude well i saw a thing about like a guy who was like a firefighter or something there and he did this interview talking about like there's all this technology and crap there that we have like no way to even fathom like the that goes with the lizard people Really? Apparently, they live in the Earth's core, according to the people okay. that believe in this. They live in the Earth's core, and you can get to it from Antarctica. And That's kind of like the also portal like, or whatever, like the entrance or whatever. Yeah. Have you okay. heard of the, the nymphalum or the Nephilim? Nephilim. Yeah. They're, they yeah. Talk, they, That's a biblical thing. Yeah, right? they talk about them in the Bible. I've seen some stuff on that has to do with them, too. And, like, there was this thing I watched, and there was this guy who was, like, high rank u.s military guy and he was doing this interview and they said like we're gonna go down here and we're gonna go in this mountain and you know you're gonna see some things whatever you do if you stub your toe whatever do not say the words jesus christ and like don't even don't say the word jesus don't say christ don't say anything like that he said sure enough he goes down there and there was the the giants the nymphalum giants down there working hand in hand with like the u.s military or something like that what the heck yeah it was like I think it was one of those, like, I don't know, it wasn't Bob Lazar. He's, like, the UFO guy. But yeah. it was one of the, on someone's podcast. But, like, yeah. I would love to know the secrets of the world 
but I guess I'm not supposed to for a reason. Whatever yeah. that may be, whether that's government or some well, other. Dude, it's just crazy, like, everything that we don't know. Like, mm-hmm. my uncle worked for, like, worked in Los Alamos, like, where they do all the nuclear testing and stuff. And he was an electrical engineer. Like, he was in charge of setting up, like, the um, trigger system, like, in testing wow. all these nukes. And, like, they would build these giant underground caverns to set it off. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, so you're just telling me there's caverns in New Mexico that just, you know, obviously are hundreds of miles deep. But Wouldn't like, you feel that? <laughs> yeah. Like, a nuke going off underground? And yeah. Is that not going to cause problems? Like, no. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's weird. But I don't know. I'm, that We're stuff is fascinating to, to me. At the end of the day, like, you have a buddy, you know, says tells you a story or something, and, you know. You either sometimes you believe them, but you question them. But you know, your whole life you've been told one thing, and you've never really questioned it. If it came from higher authority than like your your social circle, like mm-hmm. you know, you hear something on the news, it's truth. You know, you hear something that there's space and Jupiter and all this stuff, you know, it's truth. Not saying I know 100 percent the Earth's flat. I'm not that crazy. I'm just <laughs> who knows. Saying, there's some I've seen videos like of pilots you. saying that the Earth's flat as a pancake. Like, there's pilots that have talked about it. Because they, I mean, a fighter jet going at, like, mock speed across the ocean should have to, like, redirect for, you know, curvature of the earth. And they're just said to keep the nose flat and just keep going straight. But if you're going that speed around the globe, you'd have to dip the nose down to go around that curvature. But they said to just keep her straight. You don't think gravity kind of pulls it down just a tiny bit? If we're on a if we're on a flat plane, gravity's not a thing. Sure, but I'm saying, if it's round and there is gravity, wouldn't that maybe pull it down a little bit? Or I mean, I feel like, but I still wouldn't. You still have to like move the nose accordingly. I don't know. I'm not a I physicist. Know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not either. I'm a redneck from Oklahoma, but I'm allowed to question these things. Hey. And if I find out they're true, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. But it's fun to question. Sure. It's fun to look into, that's for sure. I want to switch this up just a tad bit, and I want to get Tate's point of view from the Gibson Diffie story of him trapping out at Stenchcombe, and then he calls you because he thought you were following him out there. Whoa, that was a scary one. You know, I I was kind of mad because I haven't listened to that podcast yet, but... You know the story we're talking about? I, he hasn't been on yet. Used, oh, I know we used to we used to trap in Stinchcombe all the time, but I don't remember that. So, so I mean, the, it could have just crossed my head, but so the story goes, I guess, that he was out there and he was checking some traps and stuff, and uh, he's walking, and you were supposed to meet him out there, I guess. And yeah, we used to set traps in the refuge. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to say that part. Yeah, it was. We, it was. I lived. I backed up to the refuge, so it's. It was on the edge. It was on the edge. <laughs> um, and so he's out there like checking stuff, and it's it's you know after sunset, it's pretty dark outside, and he feels like like he hears somebody like behind him, and he like looks back and like doesn't see anything, keeps going. And looks back again, and he, like, sees somebody was, like, peeking out from behind a tree watching him. And when they saw him turn, they, like, ducked back behind the tree. And probably Bigfoot. Probably Bigfoot. 
and apparently he was like Tate like like yelled out your name and stuff and was like like you're an idiot and then I guess he FaceTimes you and you're in the shower <laughs> maybe and then he was like holy crap and I guess he just got the <laughs> yeah I, there. I don't really remember that you don't remember that story not to say it didn't happen Dude, that I I do remember that one because that gives me makes my yeah. stomach kind of hurt. Yeah. Maybe it's the Stinchcomb's DC I've been weird, pounding, bro. but that is a weird. Stinchcomb's story. a weird place. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen back there, dude? When we lived there, my dad and like Garen and Eric Lang one time went out looking for a girl's body who'd apparently been like dropped off there, and they oh, would wow. go out and walk through the refuge looking for her because she was on the news or whatever. They've had. They had two kids on a four-wheeler with a shotgun kill six does driving through the wheat field, just what? shooting them off the four-wheeler. And we had the game wardens come out and stuff. Like, fugitives running through Stinchcomb. Like, <laughs> dad telling us where the guns are in the house in case someone comes in. All kinds of stuff. Stinchcomb's just a... You ever see, like, any, like, weird people walking in there at night? I have heard some weird stories. I used to get spooked out when I'd go deer hunt because... We, I could deer hunt the edge of the refuge on the on the east side. Whoever's wondering, um, but I I feel like I because you know those people can walk the trail all the yeah, way to Wilshire, did. you know from yeah 50th to Wilshire, and so you don't know who's walking in there. I used to, my deer stand, I could see the walking trail, so I was kind of mad when I'd see someone walk by, but I'd still see deer because, you know, they're used to them walking mm-hmm. that trail, but I could watch people walk by, and I actually had one guy kind of venture off trail and kind of come towards me, and I just kind of sat there quiet. My young mind was like, maybe I should just put an arrow, like, five feet away from him <laughs> just to scare the shit out of him. That, 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 was just, be- that was just me being a dumb kid. I never actually did that, but... <laughs> Uh-huh. I never thought about it. Because <laughs> they just had no idea I was sitting up in this tree watching them. And so, I don't know. But it's like one of those intrusive thoughts, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. It just comes in and you're like, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd, be a fu- that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, dude. That place is creepy. And it is. Dude, what was the crazy, like, old man that lived right on the edge? Gary, Gary or something? Gary, our neighbor, he was just rude yeah rude. he wasn't that there was like, like creepy he was just for a road of... yeah he, he was a little creepy but yeah it was just yeah yeah he's just an old grumpy grumpy boy old grumpy man a little too democrat for you no not even that he's just <laughs> grumpy probably too republican honestly yeah there's such thing as that yes i'm not i'm not i don't have a side i'm nor one nor the other I'm on the good side. You're on the side of good. I I'm like to hear that. Good. I like to hear that. I like good deeds, good people, and good food. That's good. Good hunts. That is good. Yeah, brother. Good. 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 Like good. good, good. Oh, yeah. I love when my buddy looks at me when I got a five-footer, and he's got a four-footer, and he says, good, good, and I'm like, good. I don't know what that meant, but I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep moving on. I think it was golf. It was golf. Okay. Like when you have a putt. My putt was five oh, okay. feet away. My okay. buddy's putt was four feet. And he was like, hey, you, you don't have to putt it. <laughs> I don't want to see you miss it. And I don't want to <laughs> miss it. So we're just going to call it good, good, like we made our putts. Yeah, good, good. That's nice. Okay, I got you now. Yeah. Hey, I've, I've just, played, scorecard. just played my third round of golf ever. With the Nobles. Yeah. What Gosh, here we are. Back to them. What a treat. Man, it was a treat. I First hole, I was like, guys, I've played two rounds of golf before. Did you hit it straight? 
and I hope that you don't judge me. And sure enough, first tee, I swing back, and um, I just hit straight dirt, and it goes like 10 feet. Nice. And I, I was legitimately pretty embarrassed. But um, then the next shot, uh, I think I hit it into the pond. I'm there like, oh, boy. Then hole two off the freaking tees, I drop it onto the green. Oh, yeah. And I said, and they all looked at me like, and literally someone was like, are you sandbagging us? And I was like, no, I wish I actually was. But. <laughs> Did you play Augusta? Yeah. Yeah. The whole two is that hey, four three. Me and Parker versus the other three. You know who almost won? Who tied? Parker. Yeah. Yeah. I Parker's, shank- <laughs> Parker is very good. Parker is a sweat, he, as the kids say these days, yeah, right? He is, he's got sweaty palms. Yeah. 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 Good, and ice in his veins. My goal is to one day beat him in a round of golf. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, he was complimentary of you. Hey, I appreciate it. He said Tate is actually a pretty good golfer. Hey, I've been grinding. You have? Have I've you been, been playing a lot? Dude, yeah. Like, for the past two years. I started two years ago. That's good. I'd, I'd like to think if I didn't play soccer and I played golf my whole life, I'd like to think I'd be on tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd like to think. Yeah, I'd like yeah to think. that's a fun thought. To I'd like entertain. to think I'd be on tour. I mean, some Don't of these, bury. some of these dudes be sh- shooting seventies on a yeah any given day. I've shot in the seventies. <laughs> you know, sure. Not on your worst day though. Maybe at Hefner. Yeah, <laughs> from the whites. <laughs> Maybe um, not from the tips at you know Pebble Beach or Augusta, but. <laughs> I used to convince myself that if I had a bass boat growing up, I could have been a pro fisherman. I don't think that's I true, though. I bet you could have been, though. If you lived... Like, here's the deal. Some of these yeah. kids, like, when we'd fish in high school, the teams that would win every single tournament were small-town lake towns. Mm-hmm. Like, the town of Eufaula, their high school fishing team was dank because, yeah. well, these kids, their dads have bass boats and they fish every day. Yeah. So, like... like Keys High School and Tink Killer, like all these little small town podunk schools, would have, you know, bass fishing was their biggest sport, and they'd have, you know, five different boats, two kids on each boat, and they'd, you know, go one through ten, being in every team would be in the top ten just because they fish every day. Yeah, you that know, would be we, sweet. We didn't have a boat, we didn't have any good lakes to fish, but I, I promise, if we grew up at Eufaula, Oklahoma, yeah. or Grove, Oklahoma. And our dads had bass boats. I can promise you, you'd have a better chance of being a pro fisherman. Yeah, or even like, dude, just like the kids that just get a boat whenever they turn 16 and they live on Chickamauga or Gunnersville or yeah. something. Oh, yeah. Brutal Civil War battle. Chickamauga? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cool. Getting, I'm getting all. This podcast <laughs> has been nuts. This has all been all over the place. I'm, kinda, I'm here for nuts. it. Nuts. Hey, any comment in the comments if you want more conspiracy talk, because <laughs> I can come back and we can get. <laughs> Absolutely. Further. We missed one topic. Do you want one more? Oh, um, sure. <laughs> we'll see if I want to comment on it. Though. What are the odds that you think that our power grid is unsustainable? And rolling blackouts are probably going to be a norm. I know a couple of guys that are going to get a kick out of the <laughs> rolling blackouts comment, and their name is the Nobles. <laughs> They're going to love rolling blackouts. Just because when I was really into this in 2020, I was like, yeah, grid's going to go dark in a couple weeks. Just be ready. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> which got, I've learned since then that it takes a lot more than just some conspiracy theories to knock the grid out. But but not that much is the scary part. Yeah, I mean, an EMP. I mean, they could knock it out for weeks, and then you're you're going into damn near or levy near <laughs> nuclear fallout. Levy <laughs> near, <laughs> like apocalypse. Like get your toiletries and your food from the grocery stores and run. You got a plan for that? Well, duh. Let's How go. can you be a conspiracy theorist and not have a million rounds of ammo? I only I lost. It's kind of sad. My AR fell out of my canoe a couple weeks ago. It's gone. You you lost your AR. Yeah. Wow. What tragic boating Quinn, accident? Quinn. You lost I an I AR. I didn't hear 15? this. Yeah, I was just paddling down the Stinchcombe River looking for pigs, and it fell out. I don't Did believe you tell that. Me this? I don't think he told I me. I don't this. believe. No, he's definitely guys. Lying. This the Stinchcombe River. Heard, there's no pigs. Have you not heard people one. say like, "Oh, I don't have any guns. I lost them in a boating accident." <laughs> no, like that was all just a joke, and just... it was it was a joke to say like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I lost all my guns. Like you can't come looking for them." Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I did. So see, good thing about us and being raised like we were is if like to say. A fallout happens and like everything is chaos. All, if you have a gun, you won't ever go hungry. If you know how to work a fishing pole, you won't ever go hungry. Yeah, like I, we could eat forever. I'm not even worried about food. I don't even know to no. need to stop by the grocery store when the nukes hit. Like just, <laughs> I really am just. My thought is, if I can just be out of the city. I'll be fine. Yeah, my Perfectly only worry is fine. other people. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But, and you might have to shoot a couple people along the way because there's a lot of people and there'd be a lot of chaos. But, I, you know, I live on the north end of town. I can be in on a dirt road in five minutes and I can be in south or northwestern Oklahoma yeah. in no time. Northwest Oklahoma. Panhandle. See ya. Easy. Oh, so easy. I'll be on the Cimarron River. Just put me in a little hauler somewhere. You won't even see a person. Right. You, nothing. You'll literally be living your dream because you and, won't have to work and you'll yeah. get to hunt every day for your yeah. life. It'll my, go, like, it'd be okay with me. Like, I'm okay with it. Like, my let, life let, would let's improve. Let's bring it on. My, my life would also improve. Yeah. No phone. God. I'd get to hunt every day. No seasons. All I got to do is feed <laughs> my family and be a redneck. I'd probably take up, like, cow herd and I'd be a cowboy. <laughs> I'd be a shepherd boy. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be shepherding sheep and cow and cowboy. Yeah. You know? Dude, I'm like, take it right back to 1800s, and you know. I bet Appalachia would get crazy if like. See, that's I, that's wilderness, but it's too close to all the crap. No, yeah, you know no, what I mean? yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Everyone would go there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you know, all those, all those Dude. mountain dwellers, they're oh. gonna be setting up oh, with their gun be and taking it, out the. Commerce. Have y'all been seeing the videos from um, like really rural Appalachia? Recently, like that guy that I, I'm waiting for, like a full length documentary. It's on gonna it. be it's so good, dude. The people that live there are crazy. Like I drove through there one time and got lost. We, we got lost. We went down these roads, and some of the people that were just staring out, sitting yeah. outside their houses, staring at the, you know, a 2010 or newer car drive down their road. They were like, not literally, a, like they'd seen a ghost. Yeah, yeah. not a great pit place to get lost, but yeah, man, yeah. that I mean, they have it rough out there and it just like it makes me so mad that they have moonshine a, they do have moonshine but it just makes me mad that like a lot of politicians and stuff try and focus on like 
you know, a lot of like foreign affairs and stuff. And it's like we have people starving in Appalachia. Not saying everybody's starving in Appalachia, but there, there's extreme poverty in Appalachia and extreme drug addiction from the oh, opioid crisis because oh, yeah. our pharmaceutical I mean, you companies can, you can't can find that in every small town in Oklahoma too. Yeah, it's but sad. It is. It's nuts. Fellas, I can't wait to see you guys in the boondocks, dude. Dude, I'm gonna come to be floating down the river on my hey, Huckleberry Finn Glenn, raft, and there's, there's Tate's gonna be when there. The world dude. ends. I mean, you could be where we're gonna be because sign you know, Garen, me up. Garen's gonna be there. So oh, you know where Garen will please. be. I'll be where Garen is. I will have the time of my life hanging out with Garen that every is. day. Somewhere, I might have an idea. I've got a few. Uh, I've got a few uh, thoughts, but all of them are north and west of here. Yeah. I don't want to live in southeast Oklahoma. I feel like southeast Oklahoma could get scary. There's yeah. so many trees. Too many trees. Too many places to hide. You're too North close West to Oklahoma, Louisiana. I can get too. on a hill, and I can see anyone coming from any amount of miles I want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not trying to mess with any Cajuns in southeast Oklahoma. They'll no. be coming up the bayou. And, yeah. Dude. Yeah. In a dug dugout. They'll be years. saying, dude. I'll take, dude. I'll take Colorado Jordan. hippies rather than those dudes. Yeah. Dude, it's too cold in Colorado. I'm I don't want to be fighting the snow and stuff. That's why you stay right there in northwest Oklahoma. Dude, you get a little bit of both. Yeah. You can be 100 or you can be 2 degrees. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm in. I mean, I'm uh, all in. Hudson, picture this. Post-apocalyptic, you're up there in northwestern Oklahoma in your your tank chair, and you got a 308 wind mag Weatherby rounds with ballistic tips, bolt action, and you're just sitting up in a deer house. When somebody comes, it's not welcome. You just, yeah, see ya. You just sit there all day and tally up your points and <laughs> engrave it into tally your 308 with a with a rusty nail, the one oh, that went through Landon's foot. You just, <laughs> you just tally them up, dude. That would be that'd be wild. I hope it doesn't come to that. I really do. I, I hope Jesus comes first. Me but, too. You know, and I, I have confidence that that will happen at some point. I'd be cool if it was... Here. Maybe if it could just hit the fan. Everything could hit the fan for like a week, and then he could just come. Yeah. That way we yeah. could get to like live it a week. And we just misinterpreted the whole like, you know, that it's going to suck for a long time. Yeah. We just had the... It's just going to suck for a short time, and then... For the Christians, yeah. That'd be and awesome. Everybody else is going to have to stay down here. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm out of here, so... Yeah. We're... Yeah, I'm out. Speaking Gone. of that, maybe we should be out of here on the podcast. What do you guys think? I think we should be out of here. Might have to wrap it up. Last one in the studio. Last one in the studio. One of the best ones in the Man. studio. This one's really intriguing. And I feel like Tate's going to get a lot of heat. Hey, Tate. Don't worry. We'll put your Instagram handle yeah, on there. Throw my Instagram on there. <laughs> hey, listen. If all this does is spark someone to investigate something, we're not responsible for that. I've done my job. You've done your job. It, I don't, that's all I want. Just you, have a look. Just you know? Don't hey, take my word for it, because I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot, 23-year-old redneck from Oklahoma. What do he I is. know? And you're reasonable, though. That's I'm the problem. I'm very reasonable. I just want them to do their own reasoning. That's good. That's good. Well, um, we'll wrap it up there. Here's the other cool thing about this episode. Last one in the studio, first one with the dope intro, dude. Dope That got me intro. absolutely fired up at the start. Freaked so. up. Yeah, you guys I've like been, that? 
I've been going hard since about 6 a.m. this morning. Mm-hmm. And so why not wrap it up with a podcast like this? Absolutely electric. Electric. This is going to turn a lot of heads, hey. get a lot of listens. And I hope, you know, I hope it goes viral for just outlandish conspiracies and yeah. you guys blow up. And then we can do it every week and I'll just become the fourth host and we'll just talk conspiracies with oh, a little bit of goose hunting. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, so. With that, the rule. I just saw a rolling blackout. <laughs> I was going to end it on that, but I just couldn't quite bring myself to. So, Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Tate, thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. You're very welcome. All right. Peace out, everybody. Oh, no, it's thank Tom you. Hanks. <laughs>